Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Set back by Madison for Sol! Spurs silence the place! And Madison can drive... just won the game 3-2 against Brentford at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium but I have to say I can only talk personally Ash from Southview Coys is here he'll give his two pence worth in a second but I'm going to say one of the most frustrating games that has made me as angry as I felt as a Spurs fan for a while now look it's not that I think we're trying to do anything wrong it's not that I don't think we're on the right path it's not that I don't think Ange Postacoglu is getting us playing in the right way but there are times in the Premier League where you just have to run it into the corner you just have to make, let them foul you or take that time out of the game. And in the last five minutes of that game, we were naive beyond belief. And I think had Brentford equalised then, all I would have said is we deserve it. It was our problem. But look, we won the game. Three points. I'm livid, as you can tell. Ash, give a more balanced thought. I mean, to be fair, we started off really well, explosively well. And um, I was punching the air, I was celebrating. And I was like, that's what we need to do. Be more assertive. Get on the ball. Take your man on get your shot off because you never know it might deflect into someone else and we might score a goal but we are Spurs fans we have PTSD we give away sloppy opportunities all the time so my host here my co-host his blood pressure is through the roof I need to give him some insulin to calm his blood pressure right down because we've had it time after time there's a reason why we were called Spursy there's a reason why we've been called bottle jobs and that's we're not killing off games. We're not seeing out games. And I think that's where we're not happy because we want performances where Brentford are coming. They're not in good form. They haven't got a good away record. They had a lot of injuries. It wasn't a full strength Brentford team. And we need to be putting these teams to the sword and making examples of them. Now, to be fair, we had it under control at 3-1, but... That, that's why I'm in this position. That's why I'm in this mood now. 
because we had it under control and you're in a situation where it's up to them to come and do something worldy or exactly. really incredible exactly. to get the next goal and bring back the momentum. But instead, and look, and this is where there's a bit of a disconnect for me in that, yes, we want them to be front foot and to be brave and whatever. And yes, we want them to play young players. And Udogi got a great goal and he's a brilliant player. Of course he is. But there is something about little moments where momentum starts to shift in games where we're not yet smart enough to take the sting out of it. And that second goal for them, I think, was the example. And that's when, you know, my blood started, to, blood pressure started to raise because we put ourselves in a position we didn't need to be in. I think it's a case of this game we need to learn from. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There's, there's, we're not the finished article by a mile because no. you can see that. But I think if your doggy doesn't do that through ball to Tony, that changes the whole face of the game. In Maybe my we win four or five one. Exactly, exactly. And then the pressure doesn't come on the boys. We don't try to force things where they're not there. I felt like at times we were trying to be a bit too cute on the ball and we got caught out. Yeah. And that's what invited them on, actually. And they would have thought, you know, we should have got a point from this. And that's what's disappointing from a Spurs point of view. We're at home. We should be outperforming them. But, I mean, if I want to be positive, and there's a few positives I want to talk about, is, is Johnson. Mm -hmm. I thought Johnson came on on that right-hand side, and I thought he was electric. Um, he got on the back stick. Um, that's what you want to see. He got his goal. Yeah. He took his man on. I thought at times he needed to defend. He did that well. There was times when he got the ball up the pitch. And, and let's not get it twisted. Brentford are cheaters, man. Brentford are nasty. Hey, listen, the way they were fouling... I think like, I'll let Barnaby talk about this bit because this is his bit. Like, well, well actually, I think it's a bigger picture thing, which is I think uh, opposition managers are coming to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and telling their players, if you rile up that team, they lose focus and they leave, lose their kind of ability to be instinctive and play the great football that we have. Mm. And the first half was exactly that. It was. And, and Brentford did it really smartly. Neil Mope winding us up, pushing us, uh, our players every single time. And look, I put my hands up and say, that's good management because Thomas Frank has not got the level of player at his disposal. So he's looking for dark arts ways to level it up. And he did it really well. But, you know, that's what's extra frustrating to me because at half time of the game, honestly, I'm thinking, I don't see us getting back into this. And then we get our way back into it and we score three quick goals and then we start being naive again. And look, I agree. Like, we're not the finished article and maybe there's an element of me being the naive one because I'm kind of thinking we should roll these teams over. But actually, it's maybe it's naive of me to to think at this stage of the project that it's going to be like that. We're talking about a team who did go to Stamford Bridge and win 2-0. Like, sure, they've had a go. few bad results. But those results are games, mostly in games where they're probably trying to be on the front foot a little bit more. But they are absolutely brilliant at that. And it's just gutting to me that we let them back in. You, you mentioned Johnson. I, I agree. I think Johnson did well. It'll be interesting to see whether Big Ange says that there was anything wrong with Benton Kerr as to why he took him off at halftime. That seemed a bit of a surprise. But they gave on the TNT man of the match to Richarlison. I'd agree. People underestimate Richarlison's um, work rate and how important that is for this team. Uh, the amount of times that he was responsible for us winning the ball back... Very impressive. Not I just because he scored a goal. Very impressive. I agree. I wanted to talk about their number six, their defensive midfielder, their captain. Norgard. Norgard yeah. that kept, um, you know, he got a yellow card. He was on a yellow card for quite a long time. And after that, he was committing foul after foul after foul. And I'm pretty sure as a referee, you've got a book and a log. And when a player makes a foul, you kind of mark that. And I think, it, is it not after three fouls or three offences, then they go into the book? Do you know what I mean? There's no hard and fast rule, but it's like if you 
if you foul repeatedly, and especially professional fouls, by which I don't mean like last man, I mean when a team is on the break and you get them down. The one against Brennan Johnson was completely ridiculous. Did not play Brennan Johnson, one of the quickest players in the league probably, rightly on a counterattack, takes his touch ahead of the guy and the guy just runs across him. I would have liked to see. It's a foul and a yellow card all day, every day. And he didn't even give a foul. Johnson was very confident in that game. And I would have liked to see if he had not got fouled, what he would have done in that final third. That would have been interesting to see what happened, to see how confident he got and what what a Johnson looks like when he's super confident. And I'm interested as well, moving forward, if he can take this type of form into Everton and does Ange put him on the bench again and rile him up, like I said before, like do a, a son where you like, you know, you kind of say, look, use this energy and show me what type of player you are. Um, or does he start him? Does he start him? And um, um, yeah, I wonder if yeah. if he goes back to type. I don't know. It'd like, be interesting really... to see because I think that Everton game at Goodison, it's the, the early Saturday game, 12.30. Yes, Correct. I think yeah. it'll be a very similar game in that they'll set be. up to play very similar way yeah you know play deep hard to break down yeah. and then hit us on the break yeah but if anything they'll also have the addition of the crowd behind them yes um and also i'd say arguably a bit better a few bit better players yes on the, on, on the pitch as well everton mm. are also in a bit of a bad run though so look what i'm not sure i think he might start with a similar team although you know if you're skippy mm. skippy basically seems to get you know um the hook every thing time is, he starts he seems to get the hook pretty much after after half the, an hour uh, 45 minutes sorry yeah the thing is as well Saul will be back for that game so True. our midfield will look True. slightly different Saul and run a bit back in. It, it, our midfield will run slightly smoother defensively i think he'll clean up a lot as well but yeah coming back to the game i just thought it wasn't just their defensive midfielder that was committing the challenges it was other players as well a lot of them picked up a lot of yellow cards and i just thought the ref wasn't, I hate doing this as well, but I honestly thought the ref wasn't he, on he had, an, he had an effect on the game, the ref. Yeah, so I, it's worth, I thought he managed it poor. Just because we're coming to the kind of eight, nine minute mark, let's talk about some of the real positives. I thought Romero and Van der Ven were absolutely colossal again. Yeah, yeah, I do. I agree. I think... Uh... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Airily Van the Ven as well impressed me. He was winning balls in the air. Uh, he always does the road runner thing when he gets back like his superpower mm-hmm. he just press the, he jump, the, the the booster button yep. and he, he's got boosters on the back of his shoes and he cleans up so well um romero at times in possession i thought um was quite aggressive he was quite high up which allowed some of our other midfielders to push forwards um i think the composure between the two just growing you know the understanding between them is improving each week mm-hmm. and and actually like 
I like the fact that Romero's captain because I worry. I always worry that he's going to do something erratic and something rash. But yeah. I thought in this game he was quite composed. Apart from, I would say the one critique I would say was the actual goal, the first goal, the opening goal, where we've mentioned it already. He he needs to. If you're going to go with Mope, get not touch tight, but yeah, get closer yeah, yeah. to him. Yeah. Know where he is on the pitch, yeah. and it, or if not. I need you to close down Tony because you were the closest man to him yeah. and maybe put him off that shot because then maybe Vicario doesn't parry it into Mupe's um, halfway and yeah. he gets that goal. If anything, it was like he almost trusted Vicario to save it too much. Yeah, I wouldn't have done that. That was a bit risky. stay close enough to Mope. Got to talk about James Madison. I thought he mm. came, he started really well kind of first five, ten minutes. Then, you know, maybe a little bit of his lack of rhythm and rustiness came in. But obviously he's always wanting the ball and and... Love having him on the pitch, and I think it was good that he stayed on for as long as he uh, as long as he did. And by the end, I thought he was kind of playing at about a seven out of ten. Mm. Obviously, that third goal, I think it was of ours, came mm. from him. Kind of, yeah. there were actually lots of occasions where he got himself into really tight space in the box, and he did something that none of our other players will tend to do. Maybe other than Bentancur is good mm. in the tight space like that. Yeah, quick feet, tight spaces, willing to take a shot, and we mm. got Richarlison's goal as yeah. a result. Yeah. So I think he kind of played a seven out of ten. It's great to have him back. Cramp at the end, which you'd expect. But if you were going to give a man of the match, where are you, where are you giving it? Um, Put you on the spot there. Yeah, no, Rich Allison, I, I, I tend to agree. I like Stylistically, I, I love what Madison did because Madison's taking the risks. I know Rich Allison ran his socks off. He, he ran his heart off. And Madison didn't always get that pass off. But I think I like bravery. I, I That's the thing I, I like to commend because without bravery then you're not creating shot creation actions. But yeah. I do understand how important Richarlison is to the team. He needs to be that front man. He did that well. He held onto the ball extremely well as well. He tired their defenders out. He didn't stop as well. He kept being positive. And I, on that basis, I'll give it to him because he did get the goal. Okay. And finally, just because it's, I think, 24 hours until the transfer deadline closes, I think it's most likely we'll agree that we're not going to bring anyone in. Yeah. But if Daniel Levy was going into the boardroom tonight and was yep. suddenly thinking, you know, we've got a chance to really push towards that third, second place tonight, and I'm willing to put, let's say, 50, 60 million on the line, which I'm not saying he is, mm. but where in, the, where in our first team would that kind of money most benefit us right now? Would it be a Tony or would it be a Gallagher or a Ramsey or, you know, another central midfielder? Or, or obviously mm. that rumour, which I think is kind of a bullshit rumour, but that last night, the Sun back page Dominic Solanke rumour. <laughs> Solanke's not quite there yet for me. Yeah. I do like him. He's but... 26 though, so if he's not quite there now, I'm not sure if he's ever going to be there. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't realise how old he was. Um, he's. I watched him at Liverpool and Chelsea before, and then I thought he had a good season. I thought he had a good season last season at Bournemouth, but... Mm. Yeah, uh, the numbers would tell you different, you know. This season, he's actually breaking away with his numbers and everyone's looking at him now. But I thought last season he was quality in terms of, like, holding up play, you know, sometimes playing deep like a midfielder, yeah. linking up play, first touch, one-two touch. Then in the box, he was able to get onto things, make things happen, score goals at the end of it. But, um, yeah, for me, in that position that we need, I still think wingers, I still will go for the wingers because, as you saw in that final third... That's what we were lacking. The yeah. um, football IQ, the spatial awareness, the decision-making, that quality in that final third, the final pass, the cutback, the shot, you know, that bravery as well, yeah. taking the man on. For me, that's still missing. I know we got better at that in the second half and yeah. Ange probably got into them because there was a point when Kulu had that chance and he didn't take it. 
he worked it on his left and he saw how angry Andrew was. He was fuming. Yeah. And so if I was a better man, I would say maybe a, a, a wing forward. But I know Ange actually was desperate for Gallagher. He wanted that meant that if Saar comes off, we need someone that's equal quality yeah. to come on for, for, for Saar. And like I said before, Ramsey for me is better than, um, especially going forward with it. He, he's quite competitive. A lot of people don't realise right. he wins the ball high up the pitch, yeah. Ramsey. So he has got a tackle on him. I just think Gallagher runs back. He's that kind of like run back defensive kind of midfielder type, yeah, if he, that makes he's sense. A he's, a, he's a presser. He, yeah. His big thing is that, pressing. That's what it is. Ball. I think that's the difference. And I think that's what Angela's looking for. for but, but for me, yeah, I would focus on the wing forwards right now because that final third is lacking. But Ramsey would be ideal. I'm, I'm a fan. Yeah. I mean, for me, I, had, I hadn't thought about it a great deal. But when you started talking about wingers, I just immediately thought, and, and this is, I think, as much about being a Spurs fan as anything else. It's like there's room for another Madison-level flair player yeah. in one of those wing-forward roles. So by which I mean an Elise or an Eza yeah. from Palace. And I feel like both of those players have release clauses yeah. in their contract. Yeah. And at some point, and it may be too soon now, but at some point when Spurs really start to benefit from what the stadium brings in revenue-wise, at for some this. point, Levy has to go bang. I'm going to I'm going to push the boat out more than I want to for a player of that ilk because I'm telling you by the summer Eze and Elise will go to Man City one will go to Man City and one will go somewhere else exactly and we'll be gutted to have missed out on them because they are players who take the ball in every situation beat a man and are unbelievable final ball merchants as well and I think you're right I think we need one more of them I I've been waiting since the club opened the new stadium up I, that was what I was promised and I was patient you know, when we get this new stadium, we'll be able to compete with the big boys. Yeah. And so I've been hanging on to that ever since. And I do understand this. The pandemic. I do understand yeah. all of the, the, the yeah. but, and I've been patient. You have. But. <laughs> <laughs> Ash has been patient. I've been patient, but I'm like, I'm hoping now in the summer. And if it doesn't happen this summer, I'll be honest. I don't think it ever will. I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll, my hope will, will go. <laughs> We'll